Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Justin Plants again here. I'm so excited you tuned to the broadcast. Last week, we preached a sermon called Listen to Your Engines, Part 1. Now, this is Part 2. You know, words are the engines of your life. That's how you got married. That's how you got saved. That's how you got a job. Who would think about that? Words are very powerful. They can take you where you want to go. But if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to know when you get there. So listen to your engine. Listen to your words. What do you want to do in life? Where do you want to go? What do you want to receive? Those are sound words, and God will give you answers to them. This is part two of Listen to Your Engines. Call a friend, tell them to turn that television on. Get some pencil and paper and take some notes. You're going to be blessed. Watch this right now and receive it. Now write this down. Sound words impress upon the hearer an image of virtue. Sound words impress upon the hearer a image of virtue, a fixing of soul, a rule, a model that is pleasing to God. I know it's a long point, but I had to put it in there. Sound words impress upon the hearer a image of virtue. A fixing of the soul. In other words, your mind is not conformed, but transformed. A rule. This is the way it is. A model. Follow this. That is pleasing to God. That's why God called Abraham a friend. He had a fixing of soul in his mind. He had a rule of virtue in his mind. He had a model. I'm going to do what you say. And you got to understand, he was a heathen of heathens. Did you know that? And God told him to leave his, leave his family, leave his house, and go to a place where I will show thee. Now, he just picks up Sarah and everything he's got and starts walking in the desert, which makes no sense. But he knows that God's word is sound. He's listening to the engines of God, which is his word, and his own engines. Let me say it again. Sound words impress upon the hearer a image of virtue, a fixing of the soul, a rule, a model that is pleasing to God. And how do you please God? Faith. That's the only way you're going to please it. I remember talking to a lady not too long ago, and, and uh, she says, uh, when she would date, she would tell, tell somebody, you're not getting any of this. Do you understand that? Why? Because see, she, she had a model. She had a rule. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not that she's not human. It's not that she may not have felt, I don't know, heat. Call it what you want. I don't know what it is. But I'm just saying, but this is not going to happen until you sign the contract. Till death do you part. Well, one hand clap. Thank you. I appreciate that. Glory to God. That, you see, that's virtue. Oh, that's a fixing of the soul. That's telling your body if it's screaming, shut up. We have order here. That's a rule. That's a model. And I will please me and I will please my heavenly father. You see? That's what I'm talking about, listening to your engines. Because your words are your engines. You see what I'm saying? So when you understand that, that's why I haven't changed. That's why I will not change. 
my mind is fixed according to the word of the living God. Sometimes I don't like it. Sometimes I want to do my own thing. You know, sometimes I don't want to even pray about it. I want to give God some work. What do you mean? This guy's bothering me. You believe in healing, Lord? Yeah. I'm going to give you some work. I'm going to get a baseball bat and knock the knees off this boy. Oh, but just you couldn't do that. Your mama. That's before I say it. And I got to watch it even after I'm saved. But sound words has brought a virtue of his word in me, a fixing of my soul. It's produced a rule in me, a model that's pleasing to God. You see what I'm saying? That's what Paul's telling Timothy. And he's writing this from prison. Now, you know, he could, should be discouraged that he beat him, starve him. He's freezing. They don't care. But he's bringing such great revelation because nothing moves him. Ooh. Other than God saying, Paul, do this. Paul, do that. Write this down. Confidence in sound words take large forms and produce large expressions. Confidence in sound words take large forms and produce large expressions. They take large forms. When I built this building, I want you, when you look at this, this campus, I'm telling you, there's a lot of money. I never signed a contract. I, I never signed a contract on this with the, with the, with the uh, contractor. Now he went and ordered all the steel. So he was held liable for that. As well as me, but him still. His name was on it. All the sheetrock on it, uh, the carpet, electrical stuff. There's over five miles of wire in here. All this stuff. Pillars, you know, columns, um, lights, ceiling tile, everything you could think of. But he had confidence in my words. His name was Ray Chronic. He came not too long ago to the church, him and his wonderful wife. And he said, Jesse, I, I never met a man like you. I said, Ray, I will pay you. Everybody thought I had all the money. You see, God has fooled a lot of Philistines. They think I am so rich. Well, I sure ain't broke. But they think Bill Gates ain't got nothing on me. And I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> because I can believe that kind of wealth. I can't. I don't mean that privately, I just can't. But you see, when I told him, I said, I will pay you. I said, give me a bill at the end of the month. And there's never been a lien or anything on this. Paid everything. Let me just say that again. Confidence in sound words take large forms and produce large expressions. Let me get to that point. Large expressions. See, I've learned something that people want their money when they're in business selling you things. They need their finances, just common sense. So when we begin to do the steal, there's a lot of money. This is many years ago. 
These 18-wheeler trucks begin to come in. Uh, and if you look to the side right there, you see that's a big steel beam. It's covered with sheetrock. See how it's going out like that? And it's locking up. All this stuff up here, that's all steel. It's covered with sheetrock and everything. But I mean, it's, it's thick. It's, it's big. Watch this. So I, I had the steel company that I was buying it from. And so the last truck that would come in, I said, are you going to the office today? Going back? Yes, sir. I said, and I had a check. I said, bring this to your office. Now, he couldn't cash it because it was made out to the company. When we did the uh, uh, production distribution center, that was $400,000 worth of steel. Okay? So I gave him the check. Well, the, evidently, the president of the company found out that I'd give the truck. So he thought that was pretty nice. He didn't have to wait 30 days. He didn't have to wait a day. It's his money. I know I got a 30-day invoice. Nothing wrong with that. But I told him I would pay. Well, I said, and because I had told Ray, you can count on me, Ray. Amen. All right. Well, when the steel came in for the uh, second building, which is called the executive office, of, you know, with the columns all the way around it, you, know, you see over here? <laughs> I, I think it was 500000 five, yeah, $500,000, something like that. So the last truck, I gave him a check. Bring it to the steel company. I just freaked them out. But when we start building this, this was the last, this was phase three. Now watch this. We were in what we call the contractor shack. It's just a little trailer where he puts his stuff and, you know, and things of that nature. And Ray had a, a, a fax machine. The president of the company called. All right. And he says, is the reverend there? Yeah. So we had a speaker. I said, yes, sir. Can I help you? He said, are you going to give that check to that truck driver? Now, this was 700, 756. I believe it was six or seven. I can't remember. Six something like that. I said, yes. He said, you're the only person that's ever done that ever in the history of this company. I said, well, it's your money. Don't you want it? Oh, yes, sir. But my God, man, you're such a man of your word. I said, I am. I, I said, I am my word. And, and Ray said, that's right. He said, I'll tell you something else. This is the only job I've never signed a contract on. He said, you got, you got a fax? I said, yeah, yes, sir. He said, you see that invoice? Because the, the, the trucker had brought the invoice. You know. He said, tear it up. I said, tear it up. He said, I'm going to send you another invoice. So he sends another invoice. You know how long it takes to do a fax? What? 20 seconds, 30 seconds? He cut $100,000 off the invoice. That's a lot of money. I said, what? He said, I ain't never done that before in my life. It feel good. So I wanted to sing a song. I feel good. It was great. Why? Because of this point I read. Confidence in sound words take large forms and produce large expressions. In other words, it makes other people express things they never thought they could do. That's the engines of your life. I can give you testimony after testimony. Now, this is a point that is simple, but yet is profound. Write this down. You cannot hold on to a good thing unless you have a good understanding of it. 
You cannot hold on to a good thing unless you have a good understanding of it. See, I had an understanding that my words are me. I have a good understanding of it. You can't hold on that. You want a great marriage, you got to understand it. You, you, you can't hold on to it because you don't understand it. You got to learn to understand your wife and she's complicated. But so are you. We're all complicated. But that doesn't make any difference. We're walking through life together. You know what I'm saying? We're walking through life as a covenant church. That's why I named it Covenant Church. La Familia, family. Let me say it again. You cannot hold on to a good thing unless you have a good understanding of it. You see what I'm saying? Ladies and gentlemen, listen to your engines. Because especially if you're born again, it's going to tell you what to do, when to do it, where to do it, and how to do it. When Satan attacked Pastor Ron, let me tell you something. (laughs) Pia has some sound words. She had an understanding of Ron. He ain't going nowhere without me. She said, devil, get your hands off my husband. It wasn't, it wasn't like, a, it, it wasn't feminine. <laughs> what it was, a fight you want, Jack, a fight you gonna get. And I'm German. We almost took the world over. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> but she was tough. And I'm walking back then. She hollered at me, Jesse! My God, man, I thought for a minute I was a husband. What? Pray, just boom, down the line, down we go. And I love how all of y'all went, wham. In other words, Satan, you you attack one of us, you got to fight us all. Come on, somebody shout somebody. You got to fight us all. And that's, that's what it's about. So I don't care what color, nationality, or creed, I die with you. You my brother, you my sister, I don't care. You covenant. That's sound words. That's good engines. Oh, Jesus. You cannot hold on to a good thing unless you have a good understanding of it. It's pretty simple. And there's a lot of things I didn't understand, so I I taught myself. I had a person tell me that. But Jesse, you are self-educated. You educate yourself on all kinds of things. Uh, In artwork, porcelain, paintings, French furniture, fine fabrics. The reason why I wanted to understand it, I had to pay for it. So I noticed things like that. And, you know, Kathy is a good decorator. And I, she'll, and I'll watch her do this and watch her do that. And it's amazing how this woman sees some detail you've never seen. If you'd ever come in my house, we have chandeliers coming out the kazoo. But Kathy made the doorknobs match the chandeliers. When they brought, when they brought the order over to the doorknob pip, he said, the man said, who did this? Because one side of the door is brass or gold, and the other side of the door is porcelain. Why? Because on this side of the door, if you close it, if it's closed, there's brass or light fixture or something. And on this side, it's a porcelain. A what? Chrome. Chrome. She just switches them around. We have a black and white room. Watch that. You walk in, one knob is black, the other one's white. When, you, when you're looking at it, you go, oh, that's just, you go on the other side, whoop, it's, it's, it's a different color. And it works fine. 
But the guy that we bought it from, who did this? And Kathy didn't say that, but I could see it in her mind. Just shut up and fill it. Because we ain't changing. This is sound. This is the way it's going to be. Sound words. Hallelujah. Now, why didn't she change her mind? Discipline. Write this down. Sound words brings discipline to your thoughts and makes you a disciplined thinker. See, sound words bring discipline to your thoughts and makes you a disciplined thinker. You see, that's that fixing of the soul. Kathy was very disciplined on that. Now, she asked me to pick some fiber, but she shut me down fast. Not because I wasn't good. I was too expensive. I know nothing about fabric. I just know what I like. Now, I'll show you how dumb I am. I picked the fabric. She said, Jesse, that's $500 a yard. Wholesale. I said this, is that expensive? <laughs> yeah. And this is in my uh, study, I think. I think it's in my study. I said, but I like it. So I said, Kathy, work it. Work it, Kathy. Work it. Look how much you're buying for this house. Work it. Okay, I'm going to work it. I don't know what she did, but we sure didn't pay no $500 yard. That's for sure. She worked it. We had a person that they say, uh, because we bought so much stuff from them, if you want to say, uh, can you do a little bit better? It's okay. We done got them convinced that they're saying that to us. And they're cutting their own money. That's sound words. Listen to me. Sound words are powerful, ladies and gentlemen. They can move God in every area of your life. All you got to do is use sound words. Think about that. Sound words discipline our thoughts. Do you realize how powerful a disciplined thinker is? Whoo, let me tell you something. A disciplined thinker says things they want instead of what they don't want. Says things, bless God, that'll come to pass and say, I hope it works. No, they know. See, that's a disciplined thinker. They're using the word of God as a foundation for what they're believing for spiritually, physically, and financially. I encourage you to speak God's word over yourself every day. His word is the soundest of them all. You know what I do? I put it in the first person. I look at myself in the mirror and I go, Jesse, I want to talk to you today. This is what the word says about you. And I just start talking to myself. I like to talk to an intelligent person once in a while. Praise God. That's a joke. Praise the Lord. But I do. I literally talk to myself. I do. I mean that sincerely. Why? Because I need to hear what the word of God says and I need to hear what I'm saying. Now, you know, a lot of people send me questions, and I want to thank you for sending me your wonderful questions. I'd like to answer one today. I love answering them on the program, and I have one to share right now. This is a person named Dennis. He asked this. Isaiah 43, verse 25 says that God forgives, then forgets our sins. Can you please tell me what he's judging us on on Judgment Day? All right. Uh, that's very simple. See, people think in terms of Judgment Day. Then we go into the word judgment seat. That's where we're going. It means Bama. That's the platform. What's going to happen to me and you as Christians when we go that day, hallelujah, at the judgments, our judgment, it is handing out rewards. 
It's not saying you did this, you did that because they blotted out. No, that is not the white throne judgment. That's another judgment for the wicked. See, this judgment thing that you're talking about, Dennis, is you're going to get it's, it's called the Bama. That's a, a, a Greek word means platform. He brings you up and gives you the rewards that you earned in your life. It's going to be a great day, Lord Jesus. I can't wait for it. In fact, I pray for that every day. I say, Jesus, speed up the time. Tell the Father if you can. Put the pressure on. <laughs> Praise God. Come get us. Hallelujah. Because I want to go to heaven. I hope you're enjoying today's program and you're learning something new. Thank you, Dennis, for sending that wonderful, wonderful question. I hope I answered it correctly and you'll be blessed. Now, I want you to stay right there. I'll be back in just a moment. Got to show you a few things that are going on here at Jesse the Planet's ministry. I enjoy this ministry, and I know you do too. Watch this. I'll be back in just a moment. People today are searching for meaning, purpose, peace, and authenticity. In a world bombarded by voices and information, Jesse DePlantis Ministry is determined to pierce through the noise and proclaim what every heart is yearning for, the good news of Jesus. I'm gonna ask you to meet my friend. That's the passion that drives us to trust God and continue to break through into new realms of the impossible. Only then are we able to reach an entire planet, one soul at a time and help them experience the life-changing love of God for themselves. You made it! You made it! You made it! Wasn't that easy? That wasn't hard, was it? Jesus today, would you give me the honor of walking to the throne of God with you? Do you know we are part of God's plan? And he said that we would do the work that Jesus did and greater. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. 2022 is the year for you to possess all that God has promised you. Raise your expectation. God has given you the ability to produce. Let's go do the work. What can I say but thank you, partners, for all the wonderful donations you send to this ministry. Every financial gift you send, 100% of it, goes into world evangelism. You've heard me say that so many times. Why haven't we had a financial deficit in 46 years of preaching this gospel? Why? I say it all the time. I said it last year. I'm going to say it again. I trust you, and you trust me, and we both trust God. You see, trust is involved in everything we do in life. And it's such a blessing of the Lord. So there's nothing too small or nothing too big. We've got big projects going on all the time. Got a $20 million project coming up. Whoo, Lord Jesus. What, what, 
why, why? Well, that's the Lord. That's what he wants done. So that's, we do exactly what God says. How do you get all that? Sound words. Listening to my engines. Sound words. Also, for your February partnership, we're offering our powerful message, Why Work? The unrecognized truth about honest labor. Are you working for a living or are you working for a giving? Woo, this message will show you the truth and blessing of honest labor. How do I get it by Jesse? Go to jdm.org for all the audience information and you'll be blessed. Also, we have something here at Jesse the Plants Ministry called Total JDM. It's an honor to minister the word of God to you. Kathy and I have hundreds, you heard me say it right, hundreds of messages available to you for free. All you have to do is go to total.jdm.org to access them. That's all you got to do. And you can watch them all free on the JDM app. You heard me say it, free. How come you can do it free? Partners. Partners. That's how we do it free. You help us. So instead of trying to make some more money on something, we don't do that. So if you want to get it, download it today. That's it. Partners, we're putting the word of God, God out every day out there 24-7. I mean, bless God, and we use every available outlet that God has given us to get that word out. Partners, you do that. I can't wait till I get to heaven and see God say, let me show you this big blessing. Ooh, that When you bless that man's ministry and he put that in there, this is what I got from your blessing. And God going to bless you beyond your wildest dreams. Not only in heaven, but here. The 30, the 60, the 100 fold. Don't let nobody talk you out of that. My God, don't let nobody, don't let nobody talk you out of that. It's in red. That's Jesus talking. Ooh, that's sound words, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just telling you, that's the word of God. I'm preaching here again. I can't help myself. Thank you, partners, for helping us preach this gospel all over the world. Till next week, Jesse the Prime saying we love you. We really do. God bless you. I'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Do you see yourself as a daughter of a king? Not just a king, but the king. If you could see yourself exactly how he does, would you see your life differently? You, my sister, are the king's daughter, and you were born for such a time as this. Kathy Duplantis' Glorious, a conference for women, March 25th and March 26th. Admission is free. Register online at jdm.org. Be filled with the presence of God as you watch Jesse and Kathy's anointed messages of faith. Receive free instant access to these powerful teachings today by downloading the JDM app. You will be able to stream hundreds of sermons on your smart TV, your web browser, and any mobile device. You will also have access to our weekly TV show and much more. Download the JDM app today. Available on Google Play, the Apple Store, Roku TV, and more. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Jesse the Planets. We have a new DVD and a great message entitled, Listen to Your Engines. Your words are the engines of your life. This thing will bless you minister greatly to you. How do I get it, Brother Jesse? Go to our website, jdm.org, for all the ordering information. You need to get this because it's talking about what you say and how God hears what you say. Get it today. Life is better when you never learn to doubt. In his new book, Jesse will show you how to shut doubt down. You can have more joy, more success, and full peace. I Never Learned to Doubt, now available at JDM.org. Why earthen vessels? 
The answer, why not? Well, number one, to fool the devil. Because he don't think much of you. He thinks you nothing. Because you're flesh. Think about that for a minute. Why would God use someone as frail, as timid, as mankind? 